Hello, writers. This is a podcast about NaNoWriMo where we get you ready for November. I'm Liz Leo. And I'm Christina Horner. And this is How to Win NaNo. As a reminder, Liz and I are not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. So this week, we actually have a listener question from Lynn's uh, Frozen Mangoes. I I think this question, I hope, came in last year. Could have been two years ago. I don't <laughs> put the dates of when we got questions. That's fine. But whenever someone sends in a question, I just like throw it in my podcast episode ideas list. Yeah. And then as I'm putting together the seasons for each year, then I just kind of figure out like, okay, what have we not talked about? What will go well together? Anyway, this is from that list. And it was um, specifically asking for a pre-nano episode. Um, so in October or preptober, okay. uh, about outlining or brainstorming and or narrowing down ideas. Um, so this was a pretty broad question and it actually got me thinking about something that is on my mind a lot, especially in October when I'm figuring out what I want to write, which is whether you should continue a current project for NaNo or start something new. Yeah. There's obvious pros and cons to mm-hmm. both of these ideas, and it's always a hard decision. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a great idea for an episode. Yeah, I think I, I not only deal with this every single year, but I'm dealing with it now. And I think I know what I'm going to do, but we can chat about that in a little bit. I'd love first just to list the pros and cons because... Maybe I'll change my mind by then. Yeah. So the the big problem that I run into is that starting a new idea is like objectively easier and more fun. Yeah. Because um, you get to just like start with a blank page. You get mm. to... Like, well, for people who like starting with a blank page. Right. But I mean, even for people who like outlining, yeah. like you get to just like, like there's no rules. It's the zero draft. You get to just like do whatever you, mm-hmm. you know, you come up with new characters. You come up with a new idea. You get to explore and just start from basically nothing. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of freedom in that. And it's super fun. Um, and I think it, it like encapsulates the spirit of NaNo in a more sort of traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the con of that is that obviously like there's a lot more work that needs to be done. You don't yeah. really know what you're doing. You know, if you're a planner, you've got a lot of planning ahead of you. Um, if you're a pantser, not so much of that. On the flip side, I feel like once you have done NaNo a number of times... You start to just have this backlog of drafts. I have so many, like, you know, I, I, I honestly can't remember how many nanos I've done at this point. Honestly, same. So like, I, I feel like nano and November is when I do the most writing. It's when I do my best writing. And so there comes a point where I'm like, maybe I need to revisit one of these earlier stories. Maybe I need to like rewrite a story I've already done, or maybe I only got halfway through on a project and I want to continue where I left off. Um, And I feel like that is really good when you're thinking about, like, taking your writing more seriously, making progress on a project, and, like, using November in this super productive way to, like, get further along on Mm -hmm. an existing idea. But then there's a lot of complications that come along with that as a decision. Because, you know, if you're rewriting a story, then it's no longer a zero draft. You know, you have to, like, I don't know, write 
better. And then <laughs> and then you you run into like, well, if I'm keeping this, do I copy and paste it over? I mean, it's yeah. really difficult. I've done a rewrite completely. Yes. And that's a little I mean, easier. I yeah, think, it is like... a little bit easier, especially because I mean, for example, I think we've talked about this um, in the past, but when I did a rewrite, um, I rewrote in a completely different time period. So it was easier in the sense that I, it was so disconnected that I could almost feel like it was something new. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the previous novel acted as an outline. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like one time I tried to actually do a sort of Scrivener split screen thing where I had the old novel on one side. Um, and I had, you know, the blank page on the other and I was going to like go through and actually like that's basically editing at that mm-hmm. point. And it wasn't working because I would no. I'd like want to throw out one scene, but then keep another. And I spent so much time negotiating whether I keep yeah. things or not that I ended up I ended up just closing the old draft and just starting over anyway. Yep. But then there's like one of my novels. I wrote basically half of it in November. And this year, my plan is to potentially write the second half. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a story that I was writing linear in a linear fashion um and so I have no idea how to do that honestly because it's like do I just take the chunks that I'm writing and put them in a new document to get my word count and then also you know it's like I'm I'm like out of touch with that story because I haven't worked on it in a couple of years and so the like the outlining that you would do in starting a new project, I have to just like go re-familiarize myself yeah. with the old story and figure out where I was going with it. So it, in some ways it's a lot more work, but I yeah. think I would feel really like accomplished in December if I actually had finished that novel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a tough decision to I make. Think, I think one thing that we have to always remind ourselves is that NaNo is not a time for editing. Right. So if we ever feel like we are getting rewriting is getting too close to editing. Mm-hmm. It, like you said with the split screen thing, I would say that's too close to editing. Like it right. is not something that you can just push yourself forward on. I will say there are some people who do nano with more of the camp, uh, the camp mindset where they set a goal for themselves that's not 50,000. And we mm-hmm. totally recommend that because as always writing any amount is better than writing nothing. Right. So maybe... There are some people who can get through editing in that way where they set themselves a different goal. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Like from a Nano Rebel standpoint, I've never done it. I've never done it. But I do feel like when I, you know, I think this is my like 16th year or something. Like eventually I'm going to have to figure out like, I don't know that I I mean, I'm going to do Nano until I'm like 100. Yeah. I don't know that I have 100 stories in me. So it's like, at what point do we decide that it's okay to figure out a way to like maybe we do want to use nano to edit. And so it's yeah. like, if you edit 50,000 words, does that count? Do you have to do like 100,000 words? To... I think it's personal. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I, mean, I think you have 100 stories in you. I would believe so. <laughs> well, thank you. I think I have 100. I mean, I've probably written more than 100 little random starts for That's things. Fair. Maybe not 100 novels, but 100 story ideas for sure. I bet I could literally make you sit down and write them out and you'd come up with 100 right now. That's fair. I'm not going to literally do that. So I guess <laughs> I, I would metaphorically do that. Yeah. So I don't know. what. I mean, what are you thinking you're going to do this year? So this brings me to another con that I was thinking about is that I want to finish the novel I worked on last year. I did write about 5,000 words of it this year to finish up a section. So I only have one about 20,000 word section left, maybe 30 because it's going to be big. 
But then what do I do after that? That's yeah, if you if, if you don't have 50,000 words yeah. left in the story, then exactly. you're going to have to do something else. Yeah, cuz it's 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 a novel, but it's a shorter novel, I mm-hmm. would say. That's the tone of it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I do, I guess I have to come up with a second idea so do all the work of refamiliarizing myself and replanning this story and then right maybe I mean, I guess maybe the best idea for me at this point is to do a short story. Yeah, I have actually found that sw- I mean, and this is why my short story year didn't mm-hmm. jive with me super well is that part of what works for me with nano is really immersing yourself in one world for a month. And so I know people who've done short stories for nano and it really did work for them, but I had a hard time switching focus and it didn't feel like nano for me. Like I did it and I got it done, but it didn't feel like nano. I love just working on one thing. Have you considered, um, I don't know, like writing an alternate ending or writing like supplementary content. Like maybe you could write like a prequel. Like, I don't know. It's kind of a trendy thing. Authors will put out like, you know, part, point five or like book 1.5 where there's like some sort of supplementary story that's just a short story companion to a novel that's actually not a bad idea to keep it in universe because i have created this world that i think is pretty interesting and honestly my idea when writing this five section novel was that it would be a really good 10 episode tv series like season one so considering like well what would be season two or considering okay well maybe if it's this sort of anthology series that's focusing around this organization Mm. is there another group of people in this organization it could focus on or even like an origin story like how did the organization originally come to be or something like i think like if you're gonna write a short story anyway you might as well write it in world. That's a great idea. I never considered that. And now I'm actually pretty excited because I think there's so much to be done there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you're cool. welcome. Thank you for solving my Liz's nano. Nano. Solved. <laughs> yeah. So now let's solve mine, which okay. is I wrote about half a novel, but it's, uh, it's a novel that takes place over three different generations. Yeah. And uh, I wrote it all out of order, and I have no idea how to keep track of how many words I've written this year. Uh, <laughs> Why'd you no- write it out of order? I don't know, because I was told that helps. <laughs> well, it didn't feel like I was writing it out of order, because a lot of times what I would do is, like, there's three characters, so I actually focused on one character more, so I wrote, like, all, like almost all of her sections, but then, like, barely even touched one of the other characters. But because of that, there's, like, gaps in the story. So I have hmm. no idea how to how to track this. <laughs> I we forgot to mention that our new pod track P4 Zoom sound mixer has a four button sound pad. Liz is having too much fun with her new power. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's we got sad b- trombone. We have. Uh, Rimshot. <laughs> a few other surprises. We have a plot. Oh, <laughs> you didn't hear that. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you wrote it all out of order and are dealing with coming back. Yeah. So like, this is like a very nano specific problem because if this was not in nano, it wouldn't matter. I would just keep writing in the same yeah. Scrivener file. But because I need to figure out a way to track mm-hmm. my new words, I just don't really know how to do it. And I think like, and some of it is like, there's... Individual chapters that aren't, like, 
finish. So I see. I, I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm like a few years removed from the story because I'm pretty sure I did it for now like three, maybe four years ago. Um, so I actually, this is how seriously I take NaNoWriMo, my friends. I actually took a day off of work just to like reread the story and come up with a plan. So like I want to like rewrite my outline figure out, you know, where the loose threads are, figure out if there's like any plot elements that I want to change in this new draft. Cause I know last time I had some things that weren't working and I like just don't even remember what was what. So I'm literally taking an entire day to just reacquaint myself with the story and hopefully come up with a plan for how to count my words. Yeah. Well, can't you just, um, know what your total manuscript is and then every time you have to update your word count, just, Check I can and subtract. Except that the way I did my outline was just writing in the document. So like I would have to like what what happens when I like delete those words? Oh, and then I guess I could move those down to like a yeah, or just like um, strike through or something. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, there, I think there's some hacks that that you can get to to make that work. That's interesting. Okay, yeah, that is that is helpful. And I mean, hopefully that's helpful to other people too. Yeah. If anyone finds themselves in the same kind of pickle that I am in, um, this whole Scrivener file is a mess and I'm very excited. It's actually, well, this will already have happened by the time this episode comes out, but I took October 1st off of work so that I can wrap my head around this entire story and then have a month from there yeah. to kind of figure out what's next and get myself ready. I was just going to say I was going to take some time in November off to write, but since I'm about to start a new job, I probably shouldn't be doing that. Um, but then I just remembered I'm going to have probably one to two weeks off uh, between my jobs That is really in October. Nice. Actually, I feel so thankful because just because of like the way the cookies crumble over the past couple mm -hmm. of years. I've had two different years in the past four years that I wasn't working in November because last year I was on maternity leave and a couple years ago I was laid off and then rehired oh, and yeah. it happened to be sandwiched around November. So I have been wow. so thankful, but I am working this year during NaNo and hopefully can take a day or two off, but otherwise I'm just going to have to fit it in the cracks of my life. That's true. I remember last year sometimes being jealous when I'd see you just like throughout the day, like update your writing. Was, but I mean, also you had a newborn. That's so I wasn't too true. jealous. Um, yeah. And also last year, because of where I was at in life, I actually had planned on working on this. So the story that I'm planning on working on this year, which is my um, historical fiction sort of North Dakota story, I had planned to do this last year. And it was just like way too much for, you know, just the state of the world and the pandemic and having a new baby and mm -hmm. all of that. So I was in the same kind of pickle of like, well, that seems too hard. I'm just going to write a new story. And so last year I just started with a blank page and mm -hmm. just like wrote a fun paranormal like summer beach read. And it was great. And because of that, I'm feeling bolstered like I will have the wherewithal to hopefully do this more ambitious project this year. That's exciting. I mean, I, so last year I did my five part paranormal organization story and I'm really excited to finish it because I actually think this is w the story that I want to edit and, and to go through querying eventually. That's awesome. So finishing it will be a big deal. And then of course, editing is, we, we don't even need to get close to that on this episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have four stories that are kind of the ones I keep returning back to mm -hmm. that are always kind of in a race internally mm -hmm. within me for like which one I want to be my hopefully debut novel. The one I'm working on this year is one of them. I don't know which one will be the one that actually wins out, but 
Yeah. We'll see. I think I think this one will be I think we've talked about occasionally that one of the reasons why it's so difficult to decide between old things and new things for me is that when I'm done writing a novel in like three years when I pick it back up, my mindset has changed. Yeah. And your writing skill has changed. So yeah. it's like you actually do feel like you maybe need to rewrite the whole thing just because you've grown as a writer. Yeah. Which I wonder how that is for people once their books are published, because you can't go back and change it. So one of the things I keep thinking about is I went to a Hugo House talk, which um, if you're in the Seattle area or you just haven't heard about it in general, like check out the Hugo House. Um, We've done a bunch of writing classes there. It's an amazing writing nonprofit here in Seattle. Yeah. I have no idea about how far its reach is, but definitely look it up. So I went to a talk with Daniel Handler, who, if you don't know, is Lemony Snicket, (laughs) is the voice of Lemony Snicket. And he talked about how he had started a novel that was about someone who was dealing with, I think, Alzheimer's and then like set it down. And then like years later, he had a family member who dealt with that and he had all of this new experience. Then he picked it back up and it was more meaningful and he finished it and he put it out there. And so I know that there's tons of really good authors like i mean here's the thing uh there's rumors daniel handler wrote the first series of unfortunate events like three books in a weekend in a hotel room so so the thing that made me realize is that oftentimes i'm like well i've grown so much more and i've outgrown this novel but i think there's a perspective where you haven't outgrown it you've grown into it oh and yeah. yeah so i think picking up an old novel that maybe you started but didn't feel like you had the the experience to finish maybe now you can look back and say oh like i didn't realize i was writing this romance novel but now i've been through three crazy relationships right so maybe i can write it with a better hand that's totally true yeah and so i guess a good takeaway from that is like you also don't have to feel bad about having all those backburner novels yeah. you know if you choose you know if 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 November rolls around and you choose not to work on a previous project that you feel beholden to and you decide to embrace, you know, the new spontaneous Mm -hmm. new idea, it's okay because maybe it just wasn't the right time for you and for that novel. Um, And it'll be there waiting for you whenever you're ready for it. And honestly, every year, I mean, we're recording this in September. It's coming out in October. By the time November 1st comes around, the chance I just do something new is very high. (laughs) I'm not kidding anyone. I usually, I usually, like, once I know what I'm doing, I usually stick to it, but I've had a few, like, mid-month crisis where I'm like, I gotta do something else! I really hope that I stick with my North Dakota story this year, but, like, who knows? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's the best thing about NaNo is that it is a moment for your creativity to choose its own muse to an extent and just burst forth. That's totally true. I love it. Well, we would love to hear what you guys are going to be writing this year and if yours is a new idea or something that you'd worked on in the past in some capacity and if it is something that you worked on in the past I'd love if you have you know a strategy Mm -hmm. or like a goal that you have that you want to share because I think this is a super fascinating idea especially for people who've done nano a number of times which I think a lot of our listeners fall into that category. So if you do want to tweet at us, and that's at How to Win Nano on Twitter, you can maybe let us know if you plan to be doing a new idea or if you plan to be doing uh, a old novel or picking up an old idea. As always, we also have Patreon. So that's patreon.com slash how to win nano if you want to be a part of our writerly community. Uh- <laughs> that's if, if you uh, donate to our Patreon, you can help us get cool 
technology like this button that lets us do applause. Liz has way too much power. <laughs> I have to lean over to press the buttons, though. Well, lastly, you can email us at howtowinnano at gmail.com to tell us your story. Just, I don't know. <laughs> tell us your life story. Just tell us your life story. Uh, yeah, please do, because Christina monitors that email, so... Send her your life story. <laughs> or if you have ideas for future episodes or things you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, we can't always promise we'll get back to it this season, but we will definitely consider it next season. Honestly, what we've learned about Nano and what we've learned about our podcast, How to Win Nano, is that it's the long con. It is the long con. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> well, just like you get the payoff later. True. Like, you know, sort of when you're watching a heist movie and it's like, oh, they stole the diamonds and then... You're like, oh, the real prize was friendship all along. No, it wasn't. It was these other sapphires that I have under here. What are you talking about? Like every heist movie ever. There's a twist at the end that's like, but the real heist was actually the password to the president's laptop. Okay, everybody who's listening to this, please tweet at How to Win Nano and let us know if you think that everything Liz just said should be the plot of her nano novel this year. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to write a heist novel. <laughs> All right. Oh, second story's it. heist. You heard it, here, heard it here, folks. Liz has already changed her idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So I guess that's episode two down. Done. Until next time. Keep writing. There's like a real loud car outside. Just <laughs> rev your engine super loud. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that was that's an, episode. an episode. Okay.